Hello everyone, my name is Ace Morgan. Welcome to Move Better, Feel Great, a podcast for transgender non-binary communities. As a trans man working in the fitness industry since 2005, I know the importance of support. This podcast is about building community where trans and non-binary people can connect, heal, and collectively design new spaces to thrive. Join me by tuning in to Move Better, Feel Great with Ace Morgan, and let's light up the world with our tremendous power to love, reflect, and heal. Allies, welcome. Hello, everybody. Happy February 2022. I hope you're all having a great year so far. I have my seven tips of fitness for February. I'd love to do these every single month. This uh, this month's fitness tips, I actually took a few questions from um, some of my social media platforms and got some questions from people out there in the world wanting to uh, get some of their health and fitness questions answered. So that'll be mixed in with this month's fitness tips. I'm really excited about it. If you have any fitness tips, please send me a message. Uh, you can email me at acemorganfitness at gmail, and I can uh, answer any fitness tips on my podcast. All right, let's get into fitness tip number one of seven, and that is drink water throughout the day. I just can't stress this one enough. We know that water uh, carries nutrients to all cells in the body and oxygen to the brain. Water, uh, yeah, it it absorbs. uh, It's just like it's something that is so simple, yet it can be so hard for us to get in, I feel like, throughout the day. I always say get that water bottle, carry it with you. Um, you know, we know that to, to absorb and assimilate minerals, vitamins, amino acids, glucose, and other substances, you know, water, it flushes toxins and waste. It regulates our body temperature. It creates uh, saliva, aids digestion, boosts our energy. We know it's great for our skin. And I always say to make sure to sip on it throughout the day. You don't have to drink that big gallon of water, half a gallon of water right away. Um, Make sure you just kind of sip on it throughout the day. People always ask, how much water should I drink? And I say a minimum half a gallon a day. That's a minimum. And I think that when we do that, you'll see, yeah, you're, you're going to, you're going to have, you're going to have a little bit more energy and you know, it gets you out of your seat too. If you sit at a desk, it forces you to get up and use the restroom more maybe often than you want to, but it is a great way to move the body. And it's just, again, one of those things that I can't stress enough, get, get a good size bottle of water, you know, that you can refill a water bottle and, um, and just keep drinking that throughout the day. That's fitness tip number one. Fitness tip number two of seven is create a timeline. And this is, you know, this can be for anything in in life, but I'm going to say for sure for for your fitness goals, you know, um, you know, start writing it down, writing down your goals. What, what are your, what are your goals in fitness? What are your goals in maybe life or any projects you're working on? You know, if you start to um, create a timeline with them, you'll, you'll see this progress, you'll get excited with the progress, or maybe you'll, you'll find, wow, I haven't, I haven't really given much attention to this project. Um, I need to get going. You can you can get a calendar just to devote to this this project, whatever it is. Maybe it's your body. Maybe it's a some anything. Maybe it's maybe you have a fitness goal. Maybe you're trying to gain more muscle. Maybe you're trying to learn how to do a pull up. Maybe you're trying to learn how to 
um, do something in the gym and, and, and you'll be, if you, you know, anything we pay attention to and give attention to, we can meet those goals. So create the timeline. I think that's a great way for me. If I, if it's in my calendar, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to just write it down. I'm going to track this. I'm going to track this goal. I'm going to track this workout. I'm going to see how many reps I've done. I'm going to see how much weight I'm lifting, um, and make a date. Maybe it's three months, maybe it's six months. And this is a really great way to just see you know, how that momentum's going um, as, you're, as you're moving along with this progress. If we say, hey, by July, I'm, I want to achieve this. I think it just, it's a great way you're saying it out loud. Again, you're devoting maybe a book to it, of writing this down, a calendar to this project. Um, then, you know, you're going to be able to get it done. I'm, I, I'm doing a, a six-month challenge right now for before my birthday in July. And in, for me, as a personal trainer, this is my work. And it can be still really hard for me to meet goals and get things done if I don't set timelines. And so... I'm like, okay, by July, this is what I'm trying to achieve. And I have a lot of work to do. So um, I know that I got to get up every day and, and devote something to it. And, and it just, it works. It's amazing. So I, you know, th- th- my challenge right now is a six month one. And again, this challenge could be something around a work project. Maybe you have an art project coming up. Maybe you have um, you know, again, like a fitness goals, whatever it is, you know, um, get that timeline going. You're not going to regret it. I always say that, you know, life is short, time is ticking and put yourself out there, make, make it happen. Uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, you, you won't regret it and you'll only learn from it. So go ahead and track that time, get, get, create a timeline for your project. Maybe, maybe the project's you. So, um, that's fitness tip number two. All right. Fitness tip number three is a question from Daya in San Francisco. And Daya is wondering, um, does protein help build muscles and how to pick a good one? This is a great question. Um, first of all, uh, first off, I would like to say I am not a nutritionist, um, but in my 17 years of collecting data as a personal trainer, um, I've learned a lot about whey protein and, um, and we know that that you know the supplement industry is a billion dollar industry. It's so intimidating. You go into a store and there's it's incredibly overwhelming. There's so many things on the market and it's really hard to know what to get. And everybody wants that magic powder, that thing that's going to give them whatever they're trying to achieve, whether it's a six pack or or bigger muscle, whatever it is. And so um, it's a supplement industry that is, um, it's, it makes a lot of money. And so how do we, how do we choose this product? Uh, it's, it's, that's a, that is a hard decision. Um, and, and we know that rope, that whey protein, it is a complete protein containing all nine essential amino acids and amino acids are important f- um, for so many functions in the body. You know, we know that we know that, you know, it does build muscle. Yes. So we do need we do need protein to build muscle. Um, We know that, you know, creating new uh, immune cells from protein. Um, So, you know, our body makes amino acids on its own, but not essential amino acids. We know that we get essential amino acids from our diet. So like most plant proteins, legumes, uh, uh, nuts, you know, they don't contain all the essential amino acids. But, you know, when you do eat a variety of these uh, incomplete proteins, you, you know, you, you can you can get 
you know, the right amount of essential amino acids um, that the body does need. You can you can build muscle uh, drinking whey protein shakes. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we know that the molecular structure of branch chain amino acids, that's that's what really is what builds muscle, that molecular structure of the BCCA. This is something I learned a long time ago and when I was uh, getting certified and um, you know, and I, I supplement branched chain amino acids, I supplement whey protein shakes, I also do L-glutamine, I do a lot of amino acids. So um, definitely we know that that is a muscle builder. And I think that vegetarians and vegans do tend to get a little bit less protein because, and they do they do have to find supplements to get um, to get in that extra protein because uh, you can you can get it being a vegetarian absolutely you can get protein um, from being vegan as well but it's I find that supplementing a nice shake is a great way to get in that extra protein so and we want to get in thirty to forty five grams of protein each meal so that's why the why uh, pro, whey protein shakes are so great it's a it's an easy way to get in maybe twenty or thirty grams of protein in one sitting I also like to remind people that it, you know it's not a meal replacement. Um, we, we still need to eat real food. This is just an extra a way to get extra protein because, you know, in our meals, you know, especially for vegetarians, we're not getting 20 to 30 grams of protein always in a meal or, um, you know, like a big piece of chicken can be, you know, 40 to 75 grams of protein. It's insane how much protein is in, in animal, you know, animal products, meats and things like that. So, um, that's why the whey protein branched chain amino acids, I do find to be a great thing for my vegan and vegetarian clients. We want to get um, at least in our body weight of protein. Um, you know, I weigh 150, 160 pounds, so I'm trying to get that much that much uh, grams of protein through in, throughout my day by the end of the day. So I'm trying to get my body weight in protein. And whey protein is a fast acting uh, protein absorbed by the body at a rate of about 10 grams per hour. In contrast, let's say to an egg. Um, and an egg, I think it's like it absorb the absorption rate is I think three grams per hour. So, you know, get that shake during or after the workout. I sometimes have to do it um, during a workout because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so hungry. So I'll have to, I'll sometimes do my shakes, um, before my, like during the workout. And then you know, again, the question is, you know, uh, whey protein, does it build? Yes, it does build muscle. And what, what, how do, how do I pick up, how do I pick a whey protein? Great question, Daya. This is such a tough one. I always say, you know, get the most organic, get the one and, the, and they, they all have a really interesting flavors. So I wish they had like little samples of, of them before you, you get this huge, like five and 10 or 15 pounds of protein. Um, I wish they gave out little packets so you could taste test them. So I, I get a grass fed one. I get the chocolate flavor. That's my favorite. So, um, so yeah, get that whey protein for some, for some muscle building. Great question. All right. And fitness tip number four, I'm so excited about these questions that came in, um, is from Tahid Z from Sausalito. Um, and Tahid is asking about low sugar sources of electrolytes. And I just want to talk a little bit about electrolytes first. Tahid, this is a great question. I always push these in my classes, electrolytes. Please get your electrolytes. It is, um, it's just a great supplement for people to get in. You know, when we're sweating, it's we we got to replenish. You know, we're if we're training hard, um, and we know the electrolytes are they're essential amino uh, essential minerals like sodium, 
calcium and potassium. And those are, uh, they're vital to many key functions in the body. Electrolytes, you know, they regulate muscle contraction. So um, they keep you hydrated. They balance your pH levels. In nutrition, the term refers to essential minerals found in your blood, sweat, and urine. Um, when, when these minerals dissolve in a fluid, uh, they form electrolytes, positive or negative ions used in metabolic process, uh, processes. So electrolytes are crucial to keeping, keeping your nervous system and muscles functioning, uh, in, in your internal, uh, in internal environment balanced. So your brain sends electrical signals, uh, throughout, through the nerve cells and to communicate with the cells throughout your body. And these signals, the, uh, these signals are, are called nerve impulses, and they're generated by changes to the electrical charge of the nerve cell membrane. So the electrolyte, you know, the calcium is needed for muscle contra- con, uh, contraction. Um, and, and the kind I, the kind I, I like to use, um, and I'll just, yeah, is the, of course the kind that, that doesn't have sugar. So, um, that, that was the question. And it's the one I love is, is Ultima and they have little tiny packets you can carry like in your bag, your gym bag, or if you're uh, out and about, you can have them wherever you, you are in the world. If you need a quick little powder packet. Uh, and then they have like big containers as well. There are so many on the market and a lot of them today, they really don't have any added sugar. So you could, you'll just, you know, get it, get a bottle that just says, you know, no sugar. So, uh, added to that. So just read those labels and you'll see, uh, there are some really great ones out on the market today. So thank you for that. Uh, really great question on electrolytes, which is one of my favorite things I'd love to remind uh, people to do. So thanks for that question to all right. And question number five is another one I got from a, uh, one of my social media platforms from Lauren of Arizona. It's, this is actually a two-part question. Um, and the first one is cardio or weights uh, uh, better for weight loss or maintenance? I say both. Do the cardio and do the weights. We know that uh, the more muscle we have, uh, it raises our BMR, our basal metabolic rate. And, you know, we want a, we want a high basal metabolic rate because um, this is burning calories at rest. You know, this is uh, when, we, when, we, when we increase our muscle mass, we have more bone density. And I love to talk about the BMR because, um, well, first of all, I feel like muscle is, is one of those things that the, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. So we want to lift weight. Don't be afraid to get that resistance training. I'll be a broken record until I'm done with this career, which is going to be never. But um, I say this all the time, just lift that weight, build that muscle. Um, it's one of the things that as we age that just does go away if we don't use it. And the more muscle we have, our basal metabolic rate increases. Again, this is when we're at rest. This is when we're sleeping, burning calories, right? Because we know if we move our bodies, even if we're just moving our arms, sitting in a chair, you're burning calories. You know, if your heart rate is elevated, you're burning your burning calories. You're um, so we know that any movement is good movement. Um, but we we um, if we build that extra muscle, you are gonna just it's it's just a win win situation. It's so, I just I cannot stress it enough. It is so good for you. Um, but and I also love my clients to do cardio. 
I say absolutely do both. We, we want, our heart is a muscle. It needs to be worked. It needs to be challenged. We need to get the lymphatic system moving, like jumping around, getting this, getting this, these systems firing, right? So it doesn't have to be a marathon, but we all have 20 minutes to get that heart rate up somehow. It doesn't, you know, it can be literally running in place. It can be punching, running, shadow boxing, um, throwing a kick, hit the ground, do a push up, come back up, you know, just 20 minutes elevating your heart rate. Um, you know, again, never, it doesn't have to be a marathon. Just get the heart rate up. It could be a run, a jog, a brisk walk. It just doesn't matter. Just get the heart rate up and move that body. And the second part of the question, another question here is, um, is a low carb or low fat, uh, as, 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 I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat that, repeat that again. Um, and again, this is from Lauren of Arizona. Really great questions here. Uh, is a low carb or low fat better long term eating plan for maintenance? So I'm not a certified nutritionist. I want to say that, um, but again, in my 17 years of doing this work as a personal trainer, collecting a lot of data from clients, and also just using myself as an example, I always say low carbs. You know, I don't. You know, I don't I'm not saying you, you you don't you don't don't eat them, but I am saying just cut back on the carbs. You know, we're always, I find where most of us are eating too many carbs. So just keep an eye on that. Like, you know, um, keep an eye on, on how many carbs you're eating. We do need carbs for energy. I do. I personally do. I train very hard. I work out seven days a week. I need energy. Um, so, so remember that carbs are, they're not the enemy, you know, but we want to, we want to make sure we're eating good carbs, right? There are terrible carbs out there. So, you know, just look out for serving sizes. And I know that we need healthy fats. Throw out all vegetable oils. Um, use olive oil, ghee, coconut oil, and butter. Those are the best oils to cook with. They're the healthiest oils for you. Vegetable oil is not real. It's not real oil. So um, we, and most of it becomes really toxic when we heat it up. Do some research. There's so much stuff out there right now, and it's all confusing. But but I I can I can you know I can guarantee these oils I just named are the best to use. So um, yeah, we, we never and we never want to overdo anything. Like you know, look at the serving size, like tablespoon uh, olive oil, right? We don't want to overdo it, right? Chew your food. Make sure we. Yeah, this is something I I have to remind myself every time I sit down to eat. Chew your food. Slow down. Slow down. Um, and again, just keep looking at the labels and it's tough too. Like when we have super restricted diets, it's, it's, you can really get hard on yourself. If you're a working parent, if you're, you know, you have a full-time job, you know, you name it, it's, we're busy today and, and it get, we can really, um, feel like we're, uh, we can just get really hard on ourselves if we aren't meeting a goal because I said, I can't eat this and now I, oh my God, I just ate or whatever it is. It's very hard because we have to eat. And we need to eat. Um, I feel like nutrition is the battle. I've been saying this my whole career as a trainer. I say it's 85 to 95%. I used to say it was 80, 85. I mean, it's maybe even 100% of the battle because again, we can work out a few hours a week, but how many hours a week are we eating? How many hours a day are we making decisions on what to eat? And it's so overwhelming and so confusing. So, um, so limit the carbs, yes, and get in those healthy um, healthy fats. We know we need healthy fats for our brain. We know we know that uh, that healthy fats are actually energy. They they give us energy. They help our bodies absorb nutrients and produce hormones. So just pay attention also to how you feel after you eat certain things. I know like certain certain carbs, certain heavy foods make people just 
heavy feeling and tired. So watch, you know, just limit, limit your portions and pay attention to that. So thank you so much for those great questions. And uh, from, from Lauren of Arizona, that's, that's fitness tip number five. Fitness tip number six is going to be up, up the intensity of your, um, if you're short for time. So um, I said it a minute ago, I say it probably every single podcast, we all have 20 minutes to move our bodies. So um, how can we move our bodies in 20 minutes and be effective? You know, any movement is good. But if we're in a comfort zone and we're kind of stuck in a rut and maybe we we, we aren't, aren't making goals as much and we're, uh, you know, so let's up the intensity. What does that mean? Maybe um, get a jump rope and throw in one minute of jump rope or um, running in place, drive your knees high, then hit the ground, do an active rest um, uh, core movement and then jump back up and, you know, just, just up the intensity, set a timer for 20 minutes. Maybe you got 30 minutes, maybe you got 25 minutes, just be really effective in that short amount of time because something is better than nothing. I often hear people say, Oh, I just don't have time. I, I but we all have 20 minutes and you can get a lot done in 20 and you'll be surprised. It's going to probably turn into 25 or maybe 30 minutes. So um, and you'll feel better after I guarantee it. I've never had a client say they feel worse after a workout. It's hard to get there. They have a hard time coming to the appointment sometimes, but I have to say every single time they're so grateful. They did the workout. They feel better. They're thanking me. They're in a better mood. They're going to meet the world different. So just be effective and up the intensity. If you have a short amount of time, that's fitness tip number six. All right, last fitness tip uh, for February's fitness tips, number seven, is um, when you're doing your heavy lifts, um, I need you to really think about your warm-ups before you get under that barbell and do your squats, before you do your anything with the barbell, anything heavy lifting, especially heavy barbell stuff, um, you know, whether it's deadlifts, bar, anything, you know, hanging cleans, whatever it is. Um, I need you to really think about your mobility. I need you to think about your core activating and rotator cuff muscles. Get your glutes warmed up. Activate those glutes. Get these muscles um, involved that are um, the little guys that are kind of maybe asleep. Or um, And we know that we should activate that core before we lift, not at the end of a workout. Let's do it before, during, and after. Let's do some movements that are going to really get your core activated before you get under that barbell, right? Think about your ankle mobility. Think about foam rolling your calf muscles. Those calves, when they're tight, we know it limits our mobility, uh, or it limits our, our mobility, yes, and uh, our, our ankle restriction. Like all these things, right, happen, and um, and people aren't, I find, doing enough work to warm up before they get under that barbell. So many times people get here to an appointment with me and they, they just want to go right in and go hard and go under the barbell. And we have to warm up. We have to warm you up. So um, get the glutes involved. Get the rotator cuff. Do rotator cuff work at least three and four times a week. Um, it's the foundation of your shoulder. It, it'll help you push more. It'll help you pull more. Uh, you name it. Get that rotator's work activating. Um, it, it, it's just you're going to see how much more you're going to lift. So, And you're going to feel better in the workout, right? So think about the mobility. Think about all that flexibility that you're going to need before you step under there, get in that squat rack. Right. So I, you're, I guarantee you're going to, um, you're going to, you're going to feel better in the lifts. Your range of motion is going to be so different in your lifts. You're going to get deeper. You're going to be, uh, just more in your body. So that's going to be fitness tip number seven, get your, get your body activated 
before we do those heavy lifts. All right. And that's going to be it for my February fitness tips. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I hope you all have a great rest of the month. I want to thank you all so much for listening to Move Better, Feel Great with Ace Morgan. You can find me on Instagram at Ace Morgan Fitness, Twitter, and my website is acemorganfitness.com. You can also find my four classes I do every single week. I got a Monday, 8.30 a.m. I got a Wednesday, 9 a.m., a Friday, 9 a.m., and a Saturday, 10 a.m. These are all Pacific. Some are body weight. Some are bands and dumbbells. I guarantee you, you're going to get a great workout, and it's affordable fitness on Zoom. So please check those out and subscribe to this podcast and tell a friend about it. Take care, everybody. Be well and never give up.